Have you heard about the guy who said that he was going to blow over COVID-19 and it was going to be gone? Yeah, we're not even going to talk about him, so don't even worry about that. But we are going to talk about miracles. <laughs> Had you guys worried, didn't I? <laughs> Welcome to Kingdom Speak with Pastor Daniel McKillop. <laughs> I know a Copeland. <laughs> Do you? Blow the wind of I God. I can look into it. Can you roll it? Yes. Welcome back, everyone. <laughs> Bastard's like, what are so, we going to talk about? Here? Oh, wow. Man, I didn't see that one coming. I'm doing that to capture everyone's attention. Have you ever felt the last couple be- weeks... Let's just make sure that everybody knows we're not talking about Buford, Georgia. No. That's right. Yeah. No. Hashtag wrong Copeland. Wrong one. Actually, hashtag right Copeland. <laughs> right. Yes. That's right. Yeah, that's right. All right. Go. They may be listening right now. If you're listening sure live, thank you very much for listening yes. to Kingdom Speak. They do. You, they listen. Of course yeah, they we do. know you do. Yeah. Have you guys ever felt, you know how I just kind of crap, cap, captured your attention right there? <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> Have you guys ever felt like this is where Pastor would say his famous phrase? We're going to have to cut that out. (laughs) Have you ever felt like your attention has been captured recently? (laughs) Isn't that awesome? It's great. Yes. Yeah. I feel like my attention has been worth a lot Mm. to some people because there's a lot of people trying to get it. Yeah, I don't even want to check my phone. Yeah. Yeah. It's coming back to like, write me a letter in the mail. That way when I go to the mailbox, it's not going to be like. Right. Has anybody else thought like what is left to happen? Besides the rapture. That's never crossed my mind. <laughs> no. Has anything been happening? <laughs> <laughs> wow. For everybody that was hoping when the door shut on 2020. Oh, man. That man. we were going to turn the page. Oh. We did. Yeah, we where, did. Yeah, same book, second chapter. Where do we even start? Where do we even start? I mean, all the social media stuff, you know, like the what has been called up to now, the leader of the free world just being taken off of social media. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's just one thing. There's so many things has happened. Like there's been airplane crashes and nobody's even noticed. Yeah, that doesn't even make the news anymore. That's, Just an airplane crash. Yeah, exactly. We got a bigger crash going on right now than that. Exactly. Even and some of the successes, say on the financial world, like uh, Tesla, Bitcoin, some of this stuff that's happening even there, like that would be like normal news. Yeah. It doesn't even. Producer Randy's big into Bitcoin. Oh so. man! Look at that jacket he's wearing. Oh really? Oh yeah. He had to drop a few bitcoins to get that. Yeah, look, he's sharp. Done some mining to get that. Yeah, at least I'm not like that guy who's on try. What is it? Try nine out of ten to get his couple hundred million dollars worth of bitcoin. Yes, he can't remember his password. Yeah. Have you seen that? No, oh, I'm having a good day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, everything's good. I lost wow. ten bucks this morning, but besides <laughs> yeah. that, besides that, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. So this would be a great time to talk about what we're doing on Kingdom Speak. You know, by the time this podcast comes out, we could be censored and shut down. Who knows, right? <laughs> Anything. You, you know, that used to be, that used to sound a little <laughs> bit conspiratorial. Yep. 
Yeah. Uh, now it's a bit passe. It, I mean, we may not be censored, but there may just be a big error on our servers, you know, that nobody knows why it happens. Should we, is this where we're supposed to drop the, 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 we love Jack? Yep. And yeah. Mark. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. All of you guys. We love you, Jack. All we of love you, guys. Mark. Thanks yep. For, thanks for yep. listening. You're, Yep, your your partnership with us is very appreciated. Yep, 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 yep. <sighs> so we has anybody thought? Have you just has, has anybody thought? I, I know we're kind of hijacking this, but it no, all no, go, it okay. all it all comes in together. Has anybody thought? I, I've been a pretty loyal Apple, mm. um, yeah, user. I, I like I like, the, Tim pro, I like the products. Tim Apple's a good Tim guy. Apple. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Steve Cook. <laughs> um, has anybody, has it just crossed your mind recently? Mm-hmm. I wish somebody else would make something so that I didn't have to buy it from Google or Apple. Yes. You know, there is a rumor out there that Elon Musk. Oh, yes. Right? Have you read that? Oh, yes. Yeah, right? Oh, yes. Come on, Elon. I want a phone that I can just charge in like three seconds and then power my vehicle with it at the same time or something. Yeah, and then on the weekend, if I want to go to the moon, I can just hit the button. Yeah. And it takes me there. Yeah. That would be out of this world. Yeah, quite literally. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Sorry. Yeah. um, It's crazy. It's devolving and devolving Mm. fast. So we have been working on something. We've uh, talked about this day. Right, yeah. Remember, Since we began the podcast. Right, remember our episode with Pastor Bracamonte where we mm-hmm. talked about apostolic review and the plans they right. had. And right. So we have been working on this, and they have as well. So um, what we're doing right now is we have a website that is, you know, it's been up, but we haven't really pumped the air on it because it wasn't really. So anyways, long story short, our episodes are all now behind a member login on kingdomspeak.ca. Mm-hmm. And the cool thing about it is you can go to kingdomspeak.ca. If you own .com, we want to buy it, but if you're out there, we want to buy it, and they're not listening to us, they won't. So we got .ca, which is the Canadian version. Mm-hmm. And when you log in on that site, you can become a Kingdom Speaker. So the whole point of that site is for you to log in and... Interact. Uh, yeah. You can listen to the episodes there yeah. if you haven't heard them. I don't I, I don't know if they caught that because you kind of threw that pretty quick. A Kingdom... Speaker. Kingdom Speakers. We want to hear. Right. So if you're our subscriber, and there are hundreds to thousands of you out there, um, go to kingdomspeak.ca, click on the top on forum, become a member for free. How awesome is that? And then chime in, right? The the whole point of this is to talk about episodes. Yeah. Yeah. And, I mean, if it it does, um, we we tend to, to... Stay out of the weeds when it comes yeah. out of yeah c- comes down to the things that maybe some are getting censored for up until this point yeah but who knows what's on the other side of that page yeah so I've I've read statements like this and people have posted questions as mm-hmm. part of their farewell to Twitter mm-hmm. or their farewell to um, Instagram or mm-hmm. or wherever does anybody know of a common Mm. place a meeting place mm-hmm. that's safe for apostolics um we're not necessarily trying to create that that's a bit broader than we're actually, the scope yeah. of kingdom speak but if there is 
if there ever comes a point where, hey, all of a sudden our material is mm. is, is being throttled back, um, hopefully this will buy us a little more latitude yeah, uh, so that we can stay connected with people. Yeah. And in the meantime, have a lot of good discussion. and That's right. We got some cool things planned. So, if nothing else, log in and throw some shade at producer Randy. No, wait, wait, wait. wait. Yeah, yeah. Maybe I'll have to. I'll give you a pro tip. Okay, log in and go into our episode archives and scroll all the way back to labels. <laughs> and there's a little yeah, gem. the episode entitled labels. There's right. a gem you, because you know here's the deal. <laughs> here's the deal. You can't go to YouTube and find that one. That's right. And it's not because it's censored. No. So you have to go to kingdomspeak.ca to find that one. You know what, I guys, I would show them right no, now. You, you know, you, but, but you can't. No, yeah, there's something going on, and, and I'm not able to do yeah. that right now. <laughs> you can't. Go there. It's worth the login. <laughs> <laughs> so we won't be bombing people every day with um, you yeah, know, links to where we want you to buy holy water and all that stuff. <laughs> Well, that is. A Albeit, cool idea. we are in a building program, and any you know funds donated would be water. appreciated. You know how they make that holy water, right? No, I don't. They boil that out of it. Oh, they do. And that's all that's left is holy. Really? Yeah, it's really nice. Wow, tastes amazing. <laughs> you got some editing to do on this one, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> oh my! So yeah, twenty-one. Man, I the only way to describe it so far is very unpredictable. What's going to happen next? Wow. And if we've ever needed, and we said this last year, sure. right? Sure. We need to learn how to control what's going on in our world. <sighs> Man, like if you go back a year, I was thinking this the other day, if you go back a year, we were just starting 20. Still and, dreaming about its possibilities. <laughs> Man. Yeah. I feel like I'm a lot more, um, I feel like I'm a veteran now. Like I've been through, I've been through yeah. a war in the last year. Yeah. A lot of lessons in a year. And, and I can remember, uh, the last flight I took, which was in March, 2020. And I remember flying home and the talk was you have to prepare for a new normal. Mm-hmm. And I can remember dragging my heels, mm-hmm. uh, psychologically. Mm-hmm. and saying, I will not accept a new normal. This will pass. Mm-hmm. But what, what I find myself doing mm-hmm. is any, any release of a, of a restriction mm-hmm. is um, almost readily accepted to me as I, I so want mm-hmm. to have some elusive grasp yeah. on yep. what normalcy was. Yep. And you know what? That's how we lose liberty. That's that's how we. Right. You, you take it away in big chunks and then feed them back little pieces and morsels of it, you and they feel a, free. You get right. a little bit of it back. Right. You don't get it all. Right. Yeah. Right. I got an email this morning that uh, carry on luggage. You could buy this carry on for like sixty dollars. I bet you could. <laughs> and I was like, wow, the people that are selling carry on luggage right now aren't having a good time. How about the people running the airport in Fredericton? Majority of our audience doesn't even know where Fredericton is, but that's where I fly in and out of quite a bit. It'd be nice to... There's no passenger flights in in and out of there anymore. It's done. Closed. Yeah. Closed. Hopefully it's temporary. Yeah. Yeah. So it's in moments like this that um, if we 
if we uh, if we all were honest, we are praying like this: God, give us a miracle. Yeah, for sure, Sign for sure. Up. Give us a miracle, and I do believe that God's still in that business. Yep, miracles are a real thing. They are a real thing. The miracles that fascinate me the most, though, I think are the ones that are maybe best described as a, they're, they're the result of, of a hybrid approach. Mm-hmm. It's God and man working together. Hmm. What do you mean by not, that? Not all miracles, not all miracles are just God. All right. Sometimes he touches the blinded eye. And it opens. There's other times he packs it, the eye socket full of dirt mm. and the balance mm. of the miracle then lies solely at that point mm-hmm. in the hands of the man. If the man doesn't follow through. Yeah. All right. Yeah. The miracle is elusive. You got to work that miracle. You do. You got to keep it alive at that point. Yeah. Hmm. So, so God can do the whole thing, and we understand that man only. Here, here's okay. Here, here's the flip side. Everybody at that point could have run around shoving dirt balls in people's eyes and telling them to go wash in the in the local fountain. Yeah, yeah. And that's not going to get the job done. We need. We always need God, but there are times that that God sometimes chooses to use us to make the miraculous happen. So I wonder if, if, if we don't look at 2021, where the church is, our political climate, our uh, climate of our health. Okay. And we, we say, God, give us a miracle, but we cannot just rest on our laurels, so to speak. And expect God to do it all. We still got a role to play. Yeah, it's it's counterintuitive to just sit and pray for a miracle and not expect that you have to, you know. Most people, so wouldn't you say that a lot of the miracles that happened in the Bible were ones where, I mean, yeah, so the lady with the issue of blood, yeah, he fixed it right away. But she still had to crawl through the crowd to get there. Right. right. Every, a lot of them had a lot of effort involved. For sure they did. Right? For sure they did. Stretch forth thine hand. Yeah. And you can... Cast your in- net on the other side. I mean, it's... it's, mm-hmm. it's 38 years by a pool. <laughs> yeah. Get up and walk. Pick up your bed. Rip off the roof. Yeah. Give me your lunch. Yeah. <laughs> so we all want miracles nowadays, but... We do. We do. What am I not doing in the meantime? Yeah, how many miracles are just beyond? Send me another stimulus check, God. <laughs> well, well, yes. my God. Yes, <laughs> I saw a meme. Yeah, <laughs> showed producer Randy this morning. It's this this old car sitting on the side of the road, and the front wheels are these giant mags, and it's, so it's sitting with this front up in the air, and it says this guy's waiting on his second stimulus check. Ah, <laughs> he's only fifty percent there. Fifty percent right? there. Well, by the time that this is released, because we're recording this on Mm -hmm. 14th, Mm -hmm. so by the time this is released, 
maybe President Biden will be writing the check, issuing those checks to that concerned individual. Part of me would really like a $2,000 check, but part of me says, how do I pay that back? Yeah, you're, if you give me two grand, you're probably going to get me soaked for a few thousand and everything else. Right. Or you're going to try to own me. Right. <laughs> yeah. Which the latter probably is. Yeah. Yeah. So let's let's talk about miracles a bit. Um, because I think it does relate to the climate today. Mm-hmm. So when God created man... He lacked nothing in that garden. Mm-hmm. When God completed the process, formed him out of the dust of the ground, breathed into him the breath of life, and man became a living soul, it was a complete and total package. That man lacked nothing, mm-hmm. needed nothing, was not deficient emotionally, physically, spiritually, mm-hmm. in any other way. With the one exception, just throwing this in as we march through this piece of the creation story, of it's not good for man to be alone. Mm-hmm. And God took a rib, made a woman, complete package. We, are, we now have a fully functioning arrangement mm-hmm. where God's creation can be productive. Mm-hmm. And they're not in need of anything. God comes down in the cool of the day, walks with them. They were perfect. It was perfection. Mm-hmm. Okay? They needed no miracle to accomplish the purpose. All right. Mm-hmm. There was no lack. They needed God to, to have a relationship with, but they didn't need God in any other way to come by and heal any physical abnormalities. All of that was a result of the fall. Mm. Okay? Mm. When sin entered, then disease comes, then uh, deficiency comes, then sickness Mm -hmm. comes, Mm -hmm. death enters the equation. Um, We now now are grappling with the effects of a world that is cursed. Mm. Can I get an amen? (laughs) That is what we're still dealing with. Because of, of, of sin. I've heard the bishop, um, my dad, say repeatedly, I wish I could take Eve by the hand and walk her down yeah. the halls of the emergency wards, yeah. the ICU units, mm. the children's hospitals, the, the funeral homes, and let her see the effects of that decision. Mm. That decision caused every one of us, when God created man, it was perfection. Mm-hmm. It was good. It needed nothing. God looked at it and said it was good. Right. Okay? So you have man who's in this state. Then when sin enters the equation, the propensity is for that man to, to be beneath what he was created to be. Right. It is, it's, it's as if nature has become dimensional now. Mm-hmm. So we have this natural level, but sin pulls us down. It's That's right. it's messed up our desires. It comes in the form of temptations, urges, 
-hmm. It comes in the form of physical and emotional and spiritual um, issues that really, uh, and we could break this way farther down than what this episode uh, allows us to cover, but that's when beastly natures begin coming alive within human beings. They weren't intended to be that way. That's right. Okay? But, but when he drops below nature, there are some things that nature itself is supposed to teach you. Mm. But by reason of sin and perversion and the fall, we now, the, the, the bulk of humanity... Unredeemed humanity, the unredeemed mass, operates at a level beneath normalcy. It operates at a level inferior to the perimeters of what God created us to be normal. Normal in creation, pre-sin, was bookended. It had had parentheses around it. Sin has pulled us down. Now we've got people that have diabetes, have heart conditions, mm-hmm. have cancerous tumors, have dementia. Yeah. I've read that one guy explained it like this, like unexplainable flaws. Well said. In morality and in biology, where everybody in the family is healthy and then all of a sudden this disease just comes out of nowhere. Yeah. That's not somebody's fault. Yeah. Well, besides those people in Eden. Right. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Right. Or a perfectly normal family, and then you get this one guy that goes nuts. Right. Right. You know? And you have, all right, let's 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 stretch it mm-hmm. a bit mm-hmm. and go and you've got you've got a a country mm-hmm. that enjoys freedoms and mm-hmm. then just starts losing it losing its yeah. um even constitutional equilibrium. Mm-hmm. Right? We're seeing this. Mm-hmm. At that moment, we need a miracle right. to bring us back just to nature. That's right. So, so when we pray mm-hmm. and someone and we and, and, and our congregation has numerous people in it right now that need a miracle. Yes. It is hard for us to even fathom right now. It's hard for us to fathom that. Pre-sin, miracles didn't even exist. Yeah, that's right. Because we've been born and raised, born in sin, shaped in iniquity, raised in an environment that is cursed. Mm-hmm. So we've just come to think that we, we think in terms of inferiority. We think in terms of lack. We think in terms of deficiency, mm-hmm. right? We, right. We, we, we don't have enough to tag out. Yeah, for sure. We we need God sure. to make up the difference. Just a little bit missing every time. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh, to have the dominion that Adam had yeah. in the garden. Mm-hmm. Oh, to have the insight, the spiritual fortitude to look at something coming that doesn't have a name and name it. Mm-hmm. To label it, to have that kind of 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 dominion. We don't have it. So we need miracles to make up that. We need, here, here's a term that we're going to use for the next few moments, we need something supernatural mm-hmm. to help us from, and I don't even know if this is an, an, a, a term, but we're going to use it 
We're going to be kingdom speaking it today. To bring those that have slipped into the dregs of, of the, of the subnatural world. Mm-hmm. You need something supernatural. So it's almost as if we have three different categories, three different... Um, yeah, I, I guess levels of existence. Yeah, dimensions yeah, yeah. where you have subnatural, natural, and supernatural. And if you're stuck in the dregs of sin, and you are plagued by uh, uh, the 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 curse mm. of that dimension, it takes something supernatural yeah. to even bring you back to nature. That's right. Just to back to where you don't have any problems, right? Not, right. Right, not to a heightened state. Not of opening enjoyment. you up to the realms of glory. <laughs> yeah, just to bring you back to what you were created to be. That's right. Just get rid of my headache. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Totally get it. Okay. So the miraculous, when God works, I, 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 I don't know of anybody that fully comprehends and understands the 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 multifacetedness. Mm-hmm of what is going on when a miracle takes place. But when a miracle takes place, it is God trying to reveal so many dynamics and then people that need it are seeking revelation in a different capacity. And then those that observe it mm. are seeking revelation. And and all of these dynamics converge at the request of God, can you do this? Mm-hmm. And we find this as an example, in the book of John chapter 9. John chapter 9. Verse number 1. And as Jesus passed by, he saw a man which was blind from his birth. His disciples asked him, saying, Master, who did sin, this man or his parents, that he was born blind? Jesus answered, Neither hath this man sinned nor his parents, but that the works of God should be made manifest in him. All three dimensions are represented here. Subnature, nature, and supernatural. The subnatural, the natural realm, and the supernatural realm. You have a guy who can't see. He has eyes, but he cannot see. Right. When he requests a miracle from God, he's not asking for some spiritual experience. He wants to be able to open his eyes and see to walk down the road. Yeah. Right. He wants to be like everyone else. Yes. He wants to be able to interact with the natural world that is around him. Yes. He's not asking to see angels. Yeah. He's asking to see people. Mm-hmm. Okay? That's his request. That's what gets the whole discussion started. The disciples are in a natural realm, and they're looking at a guy that's in a subnatural realm, mm-hmm. and they're standing beside Jesus, who is a supernatural mm-hmm. man, fully God, fully man. And they say... Well, we'd like to know, why is this guy blind anyway? Yeah, how could this even happen? Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. So the revelation that they're after doesn't match up with the revelation that the blind guy is after. He just wants to see. Yeah. He just wants to know what blue looks yeah, like. Exactly. Yeah. He just wants to know what the sun looks like. He just, he just wants to know. But the disciples want to see something entirely different out of this narrative. That's right. They want to know why the guy's blind in the first place. And so they ask Jesus, who is on a supernatural level, and says it's got nothing to do with his parents. It's got nothing to do with sin. It's got everything to do with the fact of I want to show you something. Mm -hmm. I want to reveal 
the power of God in this situation. So in order to do it, I had to allow the effects of the fall to pull a man below nature. Yep. So that I could demonstrate that a supernatural God can reach farther down than a natural man can reach up. And I'm going to bring him up a level. Which is the story of Calvary. Oh! Right? Right? He had to let sin happen. That is... He could have stopped Adam and Eve from eating the tree. Yes. Right? Yes. And boy, it was quite a process to go full circle, but <sighs> he let it happen. <laughs> he did. And here, here's the thing that boggles my mind, and if I'm not careful, in my natural man infuriates me. It, it, it's, it's this. Not everybody's thrilled when you get a miracle. <laughs> yes, that's the truth. Stretch forth thine hand. Can you actually believe that there were those there were there were people there that witnessed him mm-hmm. stretching forth a withered hand mm-hmm. and they were not thrilled that this guy was being lifted from a subnatural handicapped deficient dimension to at least be able to have two hands to eat his sandwich with and they had to say well man you could have done it yesterday <laughs> They had to find something. <laughs> they, they had to find something to be upset about. Wow. Now. But nobody would do that nowadays. No, no, we're talking of then. Yeah, that's oh, yeah. We're talking yeah, that's then. Right. Yeah, nobody listening to our podcast. No, 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 no. I want you to get this, though, because what we're going to talk about in a moment is anchored in this. I want mm-hmm. you to take note of this. When God lifts someone from a subnatural realm to a natural realm, mm-hmm. we don't have accounts in Scripture of God needing to go back by and touch that guy again. That's true. Yep. I understand before we get all these comments, I, I, I understand that there are some what, times that he took two or three touches to heal a blind man. But once the blind man's eyes were open and functioning, yeah. We have no proof that he devolved. So are you saying Lazarus never did die? No, I'm not saying ah, that. Either. Got him. Got oh, him. Oh, you got me. Woo. You got me. All right, here's another bishopism. God doesn't heal old age. <laughs> yeah. Okay, but generally speaking, when God lifts someone from a subnatural realm to a natural realm, restores them to wholeness. In a physical realm. That fixes it. That doesn't mean that they never die again. Mm. Point taken. Yeah, that, sure. that doesn't mean, okay, but but typically it, it lasts a lifetime. Right. right. Yeah, the eyes stay until the rest of you goes away. Right. Yep. Right. There's another account, though, that I want to talk about the miraculous that doesn't lift us from a subnatural level. Mm. And I really feel like this applies to, to, to today. But it lifts us above nature, not subnature, mm. but it opens up the dimension of the supernatural. Mm. And that can be found Second Kings. in Second Kings. Read it. Second Kings 6.15. And when the servant of the man of God was risen early and gone forth, behold, and host compassed the city. Both of okay. horses and chariots. Okay. 
Very fascinating story here. Elisha has his servant with him. They're in, they're in their home, wherever. The Assyrians have surrounded them. The servant steps outside early in the morning, yep. looks around, and he sees nothing but Assyrian horses yep. and chariots. Mm-hmm. Right. Nothing wrong with his natural eyes. His natural eyes were obviously functioning maybe too well. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Okay. Yep. He shuts the door and runs back into the prophet. Problems. And Remember that Brian Riggins? Yeah, yeah. Shakes him gently, <laughs> awakens him. Problems. Yep. Problems. His, his servant said unto him, I'll ask my master, how shall we do? Yeah, I love that. How and he answered, so now this is the prophet saying, fear not, mm. for they that be with us are more than they that somebody, be with them. Somebody, somebody needs to hear that today. Yes. I like to think the prophet was still in bed. <laughs> <laughs> Great point. He just woke me up, dude. What what you don't see the prophet doing is getting up from wherever he was. Let's say he was in bed. Yeah. He didn't get up, open up the door, stick his head out, and look and go, yikes. Ooh, what are we going to do now? Ouch. From where he was, yeah. he could see all that he needed to see. That's right. Because his eyes... Mm-hmm. Not his natural eyes. That's right. His supernatural eyes yep. had been opened to a dimension mm-hmm. where you could see things that are not as though they are. He could see past the headline that morning. Yes. He could see past the yeah. tweet. He could see past the release. He could see past the latest notification. And beyond the horses and beyond the Assyrians, mm. there was another ring of horses and chariots with fire. Mm. He was not seeing that with 2020 vision. Oh, oh, yeah, slipped that one in, didn't I? Well, he was seeing that you're too slow on the button. I was trying to figure out which button, which button to, to push. <laughs> yes, yeah. it wasn't really a Bible bomb. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> you get the point. Exactly. He was seeing. Beyond yeah. the 144 characters that he just read. He was seeing beyond what had just transpired in his nation. And he was going, there's more for us mm-hmm. than against us. Than there is that is against us. And he prays a prayer mm-hmm. that, in my opinion, likely echoes the same thematic approach mm-hmm. that Jesus used when he prayed for the guy on the side of the road sure. in John chapter 9. What did he say? And Elisha prayed and said, Lord, I pray thee, open his eyes that he may see. Oh, God. And the Lord opened the eyes of the young man, and he saw, and behold, the mountain was full of horses mm-hmm. and chariots of fire round about Elisha. Yeah. And when they came down to him, Elisha prayed unto the Lord and said, smite this people, I okay. pray thee with blood. <laughs> this, this, this stuff is so incredible. I love this passage. So the first thing that he prays, is God opened the boy's eyes. Now, what is happening at that moment is not a man being lifted from the from 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 a subnatural realm of blackness right. and darkness. Right. It is not being lifted from subnatural to natural. 
that man is lift being lifted from a natural realm to a super to a super natural level right where he can see what is going beyond behind the pandemic behind the political climate behind the assault of the day this is what is taking place the the man that is brought from blindness to nature the man that is brought or woman that is brought from the subnatural to the natural that man enjoys that degree of visual interaction with the natural world for as long as God deems it necessary. Yeah, that's right. The man that is lifted from natural to supernatural, that man plays a key role Mm -hmm. in determining how long he has access to that dimension of sight. Hmm. That miracle won't last forever. Yeah, that's right. The miracle of going from subnatural to natural, that'll, that'll last a lifetime. But the miracle of breaking free from nature. Now listen, we all want God to deliver us from the subnatural. Yeah. If we got cancer, we want to be healed of yes. cancer. Yes. But when we start praying, God, break me free mm-hmm. from how everybody around me is interpreting this and from how everybody around me is interacting and Mm -hmm. from the encirclement of the Assyrians break me free from this and let me see what's really going on that's that's sometimes momentary yes you're right because now you're operating above a realm of of the natural can be just a fleeting moment of revelation right it can it can man I know we've talked about this before but that message of Bishop Tipton, where he talks about revelation and the lightning bolt that flashes. Oh. Where you see the tree was in the field the whole time, but you didn't see it. You didn't see it. Yeah. You That's didn't that see supernatural it. vision. Well said. Right. Well said. Yeah. Here's here's an interesting side note before we before we take this on to the next step. Do you notice? And this is how this is the God that's on our side. I understand we've got a lot of listeners in the United States. This is the God that is on the side of the United States. He's on the side of Canada. He's, he's, he's on the church's That's right. side. That's right. This is the God. Elisha, after praying mm-hmm. that God would open the eyes of the servant, mm-hmm. then when the adversary comes down, he says, God, I want you to blind the adversary. What what was lifted supernaturally from one man was placed on the other. Yeah, exactly. God can take the blinders off the church and put them on the Assyrians. Mm -hmm. He literally, do do you understand what he just did? He lifted the servant to a supernatural level and he shoved the Assyrians to a subnatural level. How, how can you lose with yeah. this? Oh man. We win. Now I don't care what the climate of the day is when this podcast is released. I don't care who the president is. I don't care what the climate is. We still have this confidence. God can open our eyes, and I hope it happens even during this podcast right now, where you get a glimpse again of how limitless and supernatural Mm. God is. Yes. And at the same time, I believe that he can force 
every opposing spirit and every adversary that is fighting against the church into a subnatural realm of battle so that the church ultimately triumphs even in 2021 even in this climate man the story of so true the story of peter and acts where he's kept in prison that's that was totally it yeah i mean peter was doing stuff that people don't do right <laughs> right and those guys were those guys were feeling the opposite. They were doing stuff that they don't normally do. And all that's happening at the same time. God, the puppet master, is pulling, Just pulling the all the strings. <laughs> Go ahead and explain it. The Assyrians are not in control here. No. <laughs> They're not in control. Wow, praying church, man. This is the dynamic. This is the dynamic where where the church the church thrives in the midst of an environment that is in upheaval and an environment a climate where peace is elusive and uncertainty is rampant and confusion is running wild the church doesn't lose its mind because of what we have access to mm-hmm. so let's bring it right down to to the everyday shoe leather so you you can get a report from a doctor that troubles you. Mm. Oh yeah. And 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 you can find out, do you know what? You've got a tumor. Mm. And and it's not good. And undoubtedly there's someone that's listening to this podcast that has either received news like that in the past or maybe you're there right now. So the first thing I want you to know is the miracle working power of God can lift you from that sickened subnatural condition back to a holistic natural realm where you're cancer free. That's That's right. right. I believe that he can. can. We have seen it happen before. It's proof. We have proof that this has happened before, but this is also another dimension of the miraculous that we don't talk about maybe as much as we should while you're waiting on him to lift you from subnatural to natural. He can absolutely lift you from subnatural to supernatural. He can bypass that inner dimension. That's right. And while you still have the tumor, he can lift you to a dimension where you have peace. Mm -hmm. Unexplainable. Well, I think the Bible says it like this. Mm -hmm. It passes. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Understanding. Understanding is in that middle realm. And why do you still have peace when you still have cancer? Because that miraculous dimension is something that is supernatural. And that is something that is is exclusive to the church because it comes from God and God alone. So while you're waiting on God, while you're waiting on God to take care of the tumor, while, while you're waiting to lose the tumor, you don't lose your mind. And that's just as miraculous as when he takes the tumor away. Wow. The fact that you have your emotional faculties about you yeah. in the midst of chaos is just as miraculous as if he stops the chaos. But that dimension doesn't last forever. It's up to you and I to keep that one alive. Wow. Take it's a up drink. to you and I. Take a drink of water. Let's do a quick praise break. So... Thank you for listening. You've stuck with us through thick and thin, through 2020, now 21. 
Let me ring the band down and read you a quick review. People love Kingdom Speak. Do you guys know that? They do. Oh, they yeah, they Kingdom do. Speak. The, the amount hear. of people that tell me they like Kingdom Speak is innumerable. It is. I hear it's one of the greatest podcasts of all time. January 7th. You mean a goat podcast? Yes. <laughs> goat podcast. Okay. We're not going to do that again. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder how he's enjoying his Bible. Let us know, buddy. Yeah. Nuggets of Gold is the title of the review. This podcast is a gold mine for any Christian. Well, who knew? Definitely one of my favorites every week. Thank you for doing this for us. Awesome. You're welcome. I like gold. You're welcome. Awesome. So if you haven't already, leave us a review. We love it. It helps our analytics. Absolutely. Gets us out there. We read them. And we read them. And it uh, makes us makes us feel like we're worth something occasionally. So thanks for listening and being a part of Kingdom Speak. Love you guys. We're getting all sappy there, boy. Oh, I've just, I, I did. I went wow. real serious all sappy. for a minute. Getting all sappy. Yeah, so if you got to pick, do you want to be just pulled out of the subnatural into the natural? Or maybe if you have to hold on to a couple of those flaws to be able to have that supernatural perspective. Yeah. Yep. I mean, obviously, we don't want what to it's get... all. What, what is it all about, though? That, that's yeah. the fair question. Yeah. The ultimate supernatural is the rapture. Amen. Mm. Right? The ultimate. Resurrection. We're not coming back from that one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, let, let's let's talk about let's talk about Peter. Mm-hmm. Uh operating in the supernatural. Here's a Bible bomb. Get ready for your button. Oh my. Means you're operating above nature. <laughs> oh. Yep. That one was a dud. It didn't go on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll save it. <laughs> so are you telling me we have a grenade in the pocket with the pin pulled right now? Yeah. Or just it's one of those undetonated bombs stuck into the ground somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Careful where you're tilling. <laughs> so. <laughs> we'll talk about that sometime. Yeah. Exactly. So what... Peter experienced as a fisherman. Mm-hmm. Jesus finishes teaching and says, go to the other side. They all get in the boat and they go. Jesus goes to a mountain to pray. He's watching them. A storm arises. Mm. They are bailing as if their life depended on it, because it did. In the fourth watch of the night, like there's sometimes Jesus just isn't, doesn't appear to be in a hurry to get there. Ugh. They have been bailing all night. This Storms are not foreign to them. Oh, these guys have been around. They know what a storm is. Okay. So they look up and they see Jesus coming, and the initial reaction is, how could things get worse? Here comes a spirit. Yeah. Technically, they were right. They were. So he speaks and says, be of good cheer. Be not afraid. It is I. Peter, the, the ever outgoing mouthpiece of the organization, mm-hmm. says, if that's you, bid me come. And Jesus gives a one-word response, 
come. Peter throws a leg over the side of the boat and steps out. And he begins walking on water as if it's pavement, man. Where did he get the idea? Yeah. Had Peter ever seen somebody do that? We don't have record of it. <laughs> it's pretty random. That is pretty random. <laughs> Where, and, and these are valid questions. Yeah, honestly. This, okay, this is super yes. natural. It's out there. This, this is, this is. I've never seen somebody do it. I've seen videos where guys try to make it happen. Right. Yeah. This, this dimension of interaction of humanity and nature, nature's out of control. Mm-hmm. The wind is contrary. The waves are, are, are beating against the ship in the, in the vessel. <laughs> He's walking on the water. Okay. That is not natural. That is miraculous. Yeah, it's, it's out there. But again, it's up here. Mm-hmm. And it's not going to last forever. Yeah. It doesn't last forever. We can, we can talk about this because we can look later. Peter, this is not the last time Peter was in a boat. This is not the last time Peter was on water. Mm-hmm. But this is the only time that we read that Peter was walking on water. We can, we can run to uh, the, the account in John where Jesus has risen from the dead. Yes. And Peter has returned to fishing. Opening up the family business again, yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to go back. Mm-hmm. Okay? They've been toiling all night again. Jesus shows up on the shore and says, Hey, anybody got any meat? Yep. Yeah. We don't have any meat. <laughs> Cast your net on the other side. Immediately the nets are full of fish. And John... The ever-observant John goes, hey, Pete, that's the Lord. (laughs) Pretty obvious statement right now, okay? Peter has been in a boat when Jesus was was near Mm -hmm. before. And so he just girds his garment around him, throws his foot over the side of the boat, walks on the water right over to Jesus. (laughs) What? Why are you laughing? Uh, well, I just read the Bible a little bit. <laughs> That's in the message version. You haven't yeah, read the message? Mine doesn't say that. Yeah. That's the point. That's yeah. not how it happened. No. One would think once you have tapped into that dimension that now you have dominion over that dimension. Why would you ever swim again? Uh, if only that was true. <laughs> here, here is, here is the reality of how a natural man interacts with the supernatural. Not a subnatural to the natural, a natural to the supernatural. Mm-hmm. That man only has access to that when Jesus bids you come. Mm. What we don't have in this story that we had in the other one was Jesus saying, come. Mm-hmm. Peter said, oh, that's Jesus, John? Yeah, I'm going. Yes. There is... A major difference between mm-hmm. going. what? Going and coming. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. So I know that, that that may just seem semantical, but it's not. You don't go to the supernatural. You are beckoned to the supernatural. Mm-hmm. You don't just have access to it whenever you want it. 
But you've got to stay open and say, all right, God, when you open the door and you beckon me into that dimension, I'm coming. Yeah. We tend to do a lot of swimming when we try to do it on our own. We do. <laughs> we do. And we better appreciate the times when he is beckoning. Yeah, well, and I was going to say, if, if you go to swim to get Jesus, it's still good. He, yeah. he made it. Yeah. Yeah. That's not problematic. But the the sensationalism of it is not yeah. quite there. It's not just yeah. an on-demand thing. Right. Yeah. And those that try to prostitute the supernatural, if you will, yeah. by making it an on-demand, mm. I think you, you tagged this guy in the opening line. I can I, I can do it. I blow the wind of God. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. You don't just but but when we go back to when Peter mm. was responding to the entreatment of Jesus Christ, he is operating on a on on a level that baffles any law of nature. Yes, sir. That's supernatural. That's supernatural. That is supernatural. And this, this is where I feel like, how, how can I say this? I, I feel like this is where the church needs to be. Mm -hmm. That in order for us to survive in this climate, we need some miracles. Mm -hmm. Amen. And we need to access dimensions that, are superior to all of the talking heads of nature. Mm -hmm. All right? But that dimension that we need to access is a fleeting dimension. And the only way that we can stay there is if we do what Peter didn't. Mm -hmm. The Bible says that Peter began to see the wind. Yes. And the waves, that they were boisterous. When he first stepped over the boat, he was solely focused on Jesus Christ. And from somewhere between the boat and Jesus, all of the static of what was going on around him distracted him from that one thing that was keeping him alive in that yeah. dimension. The one thing that keeps me alive in the supernatural is staying focused on Jesus Christ. Yeah. If I lose my focus at that moment, I begin to sink in what I was walking on before. I begin to be consumed by what I was treading on before. Boy, it doesn't take long, does it? It happens in a hurry. It happens in a hurry. So not all miracles last forever. No. Some of them only last as long as you can focus. Wow. We, and, 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 and this, this is something that I have prayed. I don't know if anybody else, let, let, let's, just, let's just be real honest with each other. I don't know if anybody else struggles with staying focused when you're praying. Mm. You can get down on your knees and start praying, and the moment you start. Your to-do list. Oh, yeah. It, it emerges out of nowhere. Oh, yeah. Bible reading is no different. Right. Oh, you got 14 text messages and 
seven phone calls. Well, yeah, go ahead and take it to church in general. Mm-hmm. Yep. Right? Yep. And it's no coincidence nowadays, sorry to interrupt, but I just want to throw this in. It's no coincidence nowadays, even, you know, people have such a short attention span because yes. everything is so built to grab it. Absolutely. Everything is attention. clickbait. Everything is everything is gunning for that little bit of attention. You right, have. right. And and you've got to learn. I, I think the church, the church, and I know that I have, but the church collective has to begin exercising that muscle, if you will, of being able to stay focused and avoid all of the clutter. Mm-hmm. Avoid it. Push it away. Don't read it. Don't listen to it. If, if it starts, if the storm starts getting in you, stop looking at the storm. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's the point. Right. That's the point. If, if your feet are starting to, you know, all of a sudden now you're knee deep, well, you're probably not looking at the right thing. Right. Yeah. Right. This is exactly what happened in the wilderness when the serpents were coming out and, and, and biting the children of Israel because they had disobeyed. Yeah. And, and man, everybody now is beginning to focus on little snakes, right. man. Where are they coming from? Right. And God gave Moses the same thing that I'm telling us today. Put a serpent on the pole and tell everybody, watch it. Look at it. Stop looking at, at, at this crack and this crevice and, and this mm-hmm. rock mm-hmm. and this old piece of driftwood and wondering where the next snake is going to come from that's potentially going to devour the church. And get your eyes back on the serpent on the pole. And we understand when we read in the New Testament that Jesus Christ yeah, he is. is on. And, and, and the miracle, can I just tell you this? The miracle of redemption only lasts as long as you can stay focused on Calvary. Mm-hmm. We have got to keep our eyes on the cross. Yes. Even Jesus Christ could not go through what he went through without having something set before him. Yeah. Yeah. Laser who, for the joy that was set before him, endured. There is a direct correlation between what you can endure Mm. and what you focus on. Mm. You lose your ability. He that endureth to the end, the same shall be saved. My salvation is contingent upon me staying focused on the right thing. And dare I say it, I don't need to be focused on who the prime minister is. Mm. I have an opinion about it. But ultimately, does it really matter? In the midst of whatever is going on, I have got to keep my eyes on Jesus Christ. And if that happens, I can go through anything. I can endure anything. So there has to be a concerted effort that is put forth by individuals, and, and it's hard to set a standard for this. But if you feel yourself sinking, and you feel yourself being pulled down, uh, just nature itself is out of control right now. Mm-hmm. And if you see yourself being pulled down, you may need to do something like take your phone and... Go into your settings and shut all your notifications off. You don't need to know everything that's going on in the world. If you're sinking and you're losing that ability 
to walk in that dimension of the miraculous, then you got to learn how to stay focused on your knees mm. and whatever distracts you, remove it. You know, your human body does this, the sympathetic nervous system. Like when you're running away from a bear, your body prioritizes function and the effort goes into your major vital organs for oxygenating you, you know, running away from the bear. Yes. A lot of the, a lot of the external functions, non-critical, your body doesn't focus on that. Right. Yeah. So when right. you're going under, like, you better start keeping the main thing the main thing, as the old yes. timers used to say. Yes. <laughs> so right now, right now, you need to listen to kingdom speak. Well, that's what we've been saying. And you need to listen to your pastor. Yeah. And you don't need to be... You, you you don't you don't need to be following every talking head that is only stuck in a natural level and has never broke free into that supernatural dimension. And I believe that God will speak to our pastors. God will speak to his men. They will lead his church, and we will walk through the storms of life. And we are going to make it, and we're going to survive, and it's going to be miraculous. The fact that the church has survived through 2020 when it has come under blatant attacks, we can't gather like we normally do. We can't interact like we normal, normally do. But we're still walking on this. We ain't swimming right now. We're doing okay. And we're going to survive. And we will make it all the way to the end. But we just got to keep our eyes on Jesus. That's right. Keep our eyes on Jesus.